And a very good evening to you and welcome to People of Note on Classic 1027 with me, Richard Cock. This program is broadcast every Sunday from 6 to 8 and in it I talk to someone who is a person of note and we listen to music of their choice. And I need to do a little introduction to my guest tonight whose name is Talib Sadiq. We were colleagues many years ago at the SABC when he was Chief Financial Officer of the SABC and I was running the National Symphony Orchestra and then Talib left there and went to Danel as CEO and now he's a business advisor and serves on several boards. Good evening Talib and welcome. Good evening Richard and thank you for having me. It's a great pleasure and uh, perhaps uh, when you say you serve on several boards would you can you tell us some of these boards that you serve on? Yeah probably the um some of the boards include Danel and the State Information Technology Agency. Both of them are public sector entities and I also serve on boards of a few private sector companies. And so you're like a professional board member, could we say? Uh, probably say more business advisor, business but uh, where I find myself right now, I do serve on a few boards as non-executive director. And I guess there are many people like you who do that, who, who have vast experience in the worlds in which they were and bring that experience to different boards. That's, that's true. Uh, and uh, based on the decisions that you've made in building your careers, both good and bad, you're able then to add, bring that wisdom to, to the board meetings. And add value to the places where you serve on the boards. Absolutely. That's the purpose, yes. And obviously we're going to talk about this because state-owned enterprises such as the ones you've talked about like Danell and CETA are all a bit in the spotlight at the moment. So in a way, you're in some hot seats. That's right. Uh, all of these entities do play an invaluable role in society and there is an expectation from all South Africans for these entities to contribute towards a better life for all of us. And that's under, a sp under the spotlight, as you correctly point out. Well, we'll come on to those. Let's listen to your first choice of music. And I have to say that you're also a regular at concerts, which is wonderful. You obviously enjoy your music. That's right. And we've chosen uh, Ludwig van Beethoven. The reason being is that w that was one of the first concerts of the JPO that my wife and I attended with the relaunched JPO. And it's Symphony Number no. 5. It's played by the Vienna Philharmonic Orchestra under Simon Rattle. Symphony Number no. 5 by Beethoven. That was the first movement played by the Vienna Philharmonic Orchestra under Sir Simon Rattle. The choice of Talib Sadiq, who's my guest in People of Note. And I hope, Talib, that it was perhaps your time at the SABC where you and I interacted on many occasions that perhaps got you interested at least in orchestral music? I would, it definitely did contribute. Uh, we enjoyed attending some of your concerts that you used to have at the Johannesburg City Hall and some of the outdoor concerts as well that you used to host. But you do go to quite a lot of different concerts now. I've seen you in various places. Yeah, fortunately, we, we do go to quite a few locally in Johannesburg, and we do make an effort whenever we travel overseas. Uh, we try and get to see many of the concerts as well, both opera and musical concerts. And today's selection of music comes from those uh, from our experiences. Do you travel quite a lot? We do as a family. Yes, we, we, 
we we believe traveling is very good it's very healthy it does open your mind so we we tend to travel a bit at least twice a year if we can afford it <laughs> and it's getting more expensive uh definitely our ran euro doesn't help <laughs> Now, just going back to your days at the SABC and perhaps at Donnell, because you, you were CEO of Donnell and you were um, Chief Financial Officer of the SABC, perhaps we're talking quite some time ago now, uh, maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago? The SABC, uh, I left them at the beginning of 98, so that was over 20 years ago. And Danell, I'd left them at the end of 2011. So that's about seven, eight years ago. And and you left them in in quite a good state. Yeah, it's always subjective, but I believe objectively, if you, if you look at the numbers, yeah. if you look at the morale of the organization and the role that we were then playing, in, these entities were playing in South Africa, they were very positive. They certainly were. And I, because I left the SABC with the National Symphony Orchestra uh, just at the end of 99 and and certainly things were in a in a fair shape then at the SABC but the the state owned enterprises have been very much in the spotlight recently uh but in many times for the wrong reasons i think i mean if we think even right now with load shedding and so on escom is is not the most popular of the state owned enterprises and i think that goes across the board. But let's listen to your, your next choice of music, and then we can talk about that. This is an opera, Rusalka, and it's that beautiful, pure love song, The Song to the Moon by Antonin Dvorak. That was the South African singer Pumeza Machikiza singing The Song to the Moon from Rusalka by Antonin Dvorak, the Aarhus Symphony Orchestra conducted by Tobias Ringborg. And I'm talking to Talib Sadiq about his time in state-owned enterprises. What, what has gone wrong with state-owned enterprises that they find themselves in trouble at the moment? Probably one of the challenges is about balancing the policy mandate with the commercial mandate. So if you look at the companies, one of the companies that I serve on, which is Danel, we report into the Public Enterprises Ministry whilst the policy for defense and aerospace lies with the Department of Defense. So at some times you may have differing views. Equally, I guess probably the same lies with ESCOM, where with, with ESCOM they report into public enterprises and, and then you have the Ministry of e Energy. So it's always trying to strike the balance around these. I think the other issue is that many of the state-owned companies were shaped during the apartheid era and as a result of that, in order for them to be relevant in the post-apartheid South Africa, uh, many of these entities has to, had to undergo a transformation process. If you look at the SABC as an example, where both you and I were closely involved, we had to move away from being a state broadcaster to an independent public broadcaster serving all South Africans, rather than 8 million. Uh, at that stage, it, I think our population was about 40 million. And we have 11 official languages, but many more spoken in our country. And those are the kind of challenges we had to address in the transformation of the SABC. And this applies across the board, more or less, to state-owned enterprises? Yeah, I, I suppose all of them to be relevant, to be purpose-driven. Uh, 
one of the big issues, for instance, with the State Information Technology Agency that I serve on, uh, we are busy now with a rollout around e-government, around similar to e-commerce, or also moving to an electronic uh, cloud computing, looking at the cloud in- environment, uh, ensuring connectivity to all South Africans. So all of those requires challenges, it requires changes, and it requires resources, which uh, is quite limited. Just talking about uh, information technology, are we going to see a broad rollout of broadband throughout South Africa, do you think? That's the plan, uh, and uh, that's part of uh, what our new minister coming on board, very energetic uh, minister, and uh, she has put together some tough deliverables on the board and on management, and, and that's what we need to strive towards. We do have a very tight shareholders arrangement with, with the ministry, and we are held accountable t- to deliver those requirements. Yeah, because I'm sure that, that um, opening up the country to broadband would actually stir up the economy as well. Uh, that's true. Uh, I mean, one of the areas we're looking at is education. We're looking at connectivity, uh, connectivity to the rural areas uh, around delivery of health. So many, many areas uh, that sort of embraces a, a human being throughout South Africa. We're trying to get them connected with technology. So, Jikile Maweni, turn around, basically, is what we're talking about. That was uh, a track from our Grammy Award-winning voter Kellerman. Angelique Kidjo was on vocals there. Jikile Maweni, a traditional closer piece with the KZN Philharmonic Orchestra. And a, a, an interesting crossover, and I think quite an interesting uh, crossover in terms of what we were talking about, where orchestras also have had to learn to adapt to new conditions in South Africa. That's right. Uh, we had to undergo transformation, like the NSO, we've seen that, uh, and also transformation of the mindsets. Transform. It's a holistic transformation not just having different people of color participating, it's also the sort of music one plays and, and the reach that you have. And do you think, since we're 25 years down the track into democracy now in South Africa, do you think we're making good progress in that transformation? You know, it's, it's quite complicated. It's a complicated journey. It is a marathon. I believe we have. And uh, I mean, you, one sees this also when you do travel, you see the mindsets of people. If I look at the mindsets of South Africans compared to what we experience, say, in Europe and in the US, uh, in South Africa, we've really moved far away, far ahead. I, yeah, I think that too. Although we don't always see it here, when you travel abroad and when people uh, come from abroad and talk to you here, you do realize that we've traveled a long way. Uh, absolutely. And and I think we are lucky, both you and I, in that we've been very much a part of that journey. Yes. Uh, I mean, certainly if I look back on my SABC days, serving on the board with quite a number of leading people uh, that I'd looked up to during my university and school days, having worked with them, uh, you know, it tends to open up your mind even further. And it also, this gives you a better purpose in terms of what you are doing. So tell us a bit about your own journey. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Durban. Uh, my f- 
my family comes from Durban and so did my wife. Uh, we, we met in, in Durban and I, I then went off, uh, traveled Europe on a backpacking holiday, got back and we got married. And uh, since then we've been quite happy. And, and further back, your family comes from where? Yeah, uh, two sides. So my, f- my father's side, uh, they come from Mauritius. Uh, they were Creole orientated, uh, got into South Africa, and my mum's side, uh, they had come in from India as the indentured laborers. So you've got a, a strong history in Natal, but also further afield. Your next choice is by Verdi. This is from his opera Rigoletto, La Donna e Mobile, Women Are Fickle. This is the the Duke singing this. But actually, in reality, he is the fickle one. He's jumping from lady to lady. This is sung by Rolando Villathon with the Munich Radio Orchestra. That was the aria La Donna e Mobile from Rigoletto by Verdi, sung by Rolando Villathon, the choice of Talib Sadik, who's my guest in People of Note. What brought you to Johannesburg? Because obviously you were well rooted in Natal. Uh, from a career development point of view, uh, I was lecturing at the uh, University of Natal, and uh, in what? Uh, in accounting, and my my plan was always to join the corporate world, and the SABC was undergoing transformation, and I was then offered this position as the divisional financial manager within the television division. And I used to report to the CEO of the television division, who since who then left to bid for the free independent uh, license, which ETV eventually won. And then you became eventually the chief financial officer, which was a, a very senior position. It was senior, and it's really you don't know what you don't know. Uh, and I was very, uh, I would say, I took on the opportunity. I remember the day that... Uh, the late Zulaki Susulu called me into the uh, into his office to say that he would like to offer me this position, and I grabbed it, not realizing the challenge that it was. And you've learned lessons around that, but it it was great working with him and working with Govan Reddy and other members of our of our executive team, and also with the board. And the board then was chaired by Dr. Ivy Matsepi Kasaburi. Yeah, and it's sad to think that both Zuelaki Susulu and Govan Reddy are now late. And uh, both of them I worked very closely with also, uh, having known Zuelaki pre-SABC days when he ran a newspaper uh, from the offices next to St. Mary's Cathedral. Uh, which was quite interesting because I met him there, um, certainly long before he came to the SABC. Um, and, and both of those were sort of giants in their fields, Welake and Govan Reddy. So we've worked with interesting people over the years. Uh, absolutely, yeah. It's uh, something definitely, lifetime memories. Yeah. And uh, so you learnt a lot in those days, which you then could take on to Donnell when you went to Donnell as CEO. And this was... I mean, Donnell is a, a big organization. Yeah, it uh, operates in over 12 countries in Africa, over 30 countries in the world, uh, footprints in Africa, Middle East, uh, uh, South America, and partnerships throughout Europe and the U.S. So very, uh, very big organization. Uh, we had a, 
an impact on the economy quite significant. We employed directly of about 6,000 people and a broader impact to the South African economy, both from an economic point of view and from a technology development perspective. And exports, I guess. Uh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, the bulk of our revenue was export orientated. When when I had started there, that wasn't the case. Uh, uh, with the under the leadership of the then Minister of Public Enterprises, Alec Irwin, uh, he drove a structural reform uh, program to position Denel as an export-driven company, and and that has been the success. And is it still export-driven now? Uh, it is. Uh, the bulk of the revenue is export-driven, uh, but the problem we do have is uh, on our execution. Uh, the uh, the structural changes that Alec Irwin promoted at that stage was to bring in international partners. His focus was to retain and grow the defense and aerospace capabilities and broadly the, sci- the maths and science skills in South Africa on a sustainable basis. So he identified bringing in these partners uh, at an equity level, uh, entrenches them in South Africa, and it helps uh, promote investment and R&D in these areas. Let's just talk about maths and science, because that's a subject which keeps coming up. You hear about developing maths and science from a low level in schools right through, and it seems like a key driver of uh, development and economy. Uh, that's that's for sure. You see it throughout the world, the spillover effects that it has in growing one's economy. At the moment, we're growing below 1%. If you wish to grow our economy above 3 to 5% and beyond, one does need those technical skills. And are we winning on that side? I think there are challenges. Uh, I, I can't speak on the Department of Education, but certainly one of the things that we would like to do in terms of the role that Danel plays the role that CETA plays in driving techno- uh, the technology footprint across South Africa, especially the rural areas. I think the area we do have is to grow our economy and, and to ensure that we do invest in research and development. Uh, that's something that uh, I suppose the Minister of Science does think about a lot because I don't think we spend a lot in research and development. And are we going to spend more, do you think? It depends on the growth of our economy. And the, and the trade-offs that needs to take place within our budget. I remember having these debates with, the, with our minister when I was at Denel as to why should monies go into Denel or why should the government of South Africa retain Denel versus uh, doing other key important welfare programs. And, and the view that I, I put to her is that if one wants to grow the economy three, five, at that stage, I was talking about 5% plus. Now I think we need to talk about 3% plus. We need those investments. But it's a worldwide problem now. I mean, the economy is growing sluggishly throughout the world, and we really do need to, to try and boost that in South Africa, Southern Africa, Africa as a whole. Some economies in, in Africa are growing well at the moment we're going to talk about those in a moment but we're going to go on a journey down a river now where i'm sure you've been to uh, vienna this is the famous beautiful blue danube by the beautiful blue danube by johann strauss that was played by the national symphony orchestra and i just have to say that when uh, talib sadik who's my guest on people of note when he was the chief financial officer at the sabc we recorded that so you probably 
although you didn't know it at the time, had a hand in that recording by enabling us to record it in Studio M1 because the um, National Symphony Orchestra was funded at that stage by the SABC. But in fact, it was probably during your time also that the SABC, after a McKinsey report, decided that actually running orchestras was not their core business. Yes, and uh, I guess you have to make those difficult compromises and trade-offs. When I look back now, uh, I mean, one thinks of it differently, but I think that has resulted in a reinvention of the Johannesburg Festival Orchestra. And, and under your leadership, it has grown significantly yeah. uh, and, and has become an institution in the broader South Africa. Yeah. And in fact, I, I, I left the SABC in 1999 and uh, it's, it really saw a new phase in my life also because suddenly I had to be a freelance operator and make my own way in life rather than you know running the National Symphony Orchestra. But what again like you were saying what you learn in one situation you can apply in another where you've made mistakes where you've done good things you can actually fix the mistakes and amplify the good things and i'm sure you've done that in your career as well yes i mean just to put the nso within context because i do recall you being within the radio division and under the leadership then by the of by government ready and one of his big challenges was to transform the African language radio stations. I mean, the one example that we had quoted uh, at that time was the resources that were invested into Radio Zulu at the time, now called Radio Cozy, versus what was put into the English language radio station. You know, where you had Radio Zulu at that stage subsidizing uh, the uh, current SAFM, which was unheard of, and the listenership of Radio Zulu then was five times more than yeah. uh, than it was like the English five service. or six million, I think. That's correct. Yeah. It was over five million, yeah, yeah, whilst yeah. the modern SAFM was under one million. Yes. And uh, you also had the staff complement of Radio Zulu wa- was about twenty-seven people, versus SAFM at that stage had over a hundred people, yeah. and making a huge loss. Yeah. So uh, one of Govan's challenges was to ensure a you know that the investments that was happening into the SAFM also took place with the African language radio stations. Yeah, and it was those challenges that uh, people had to face up to in those days and and re-engineer the SABC. Uh, more recently, the SABC has had much more problems than that. Uh, and perhaps the uh, Hulle Racha is an appropriate song now. This is the Queen of the Night who was uh, very angry about uh, something that was going on in the magic flute. And so she said uh, her heart was cooking with anger. And this is Der Hola Racha, Natalie Dessay. A wonderful aria from the magic flute, Der Hola Racha by Mozart. Natalie Dessay singing there with the orchestra of the Age of Enlightenment. The choice of Talib Sadik, who's my guest in People of Note, And we're involved in quite a wide-ranging conversation here about state-owned enterprises, transformation. How long do you think it's going to take to transform things properly? Or is it just going to be a permanent, ongoing project? I I think it would be. uh, But certainly one would see changes. Uh, You know, as you 
for instance, the youth are always changing. There's always new media coming on board. At the time when we were in, uh, you know, when I was at the SABC, it was quite traditional TV, radio. And if you look at it today and the choices that's available, um, you know, it's it's very broad. So transformation is an ongoing journey. Yeah. Uh, but it probably takes a different uh, sort of focus. You know, initially it was transforming from an apartheid era into a, a democratic era. And now it's to transform further. If I look at CETA being on the board there, you know, 20 years ago, cloud wasn't around. You know, e-government uh, wasn't around. SA Connect rolling out broadband. Those sort of big projects weren't around then. And it's now, uh, today it's here with us. Tomorrow it would be self-driving cars. It really, it's what people refer to as the fourth industrial revolution. And it really is with us. I mean, we've seen unbelievable changes in even the last 20 years. That's right. And and the fourth industrial revolution, you know, we've been speaking about the impact that it would have on the job market and equally the, the positive impact it would have in terms of uh, delivering a better service to all South Africans. That was the humming chorus from Madame Butterfly by Puccini, the Rome Opera Orchestra and Chorus under Eric Leinsdorf, the choice of Talib Sadiq, who's my guest in People of Note. He was at one time the Chief Financial Officer at the SABC, then the CEO of Donnell, and now he's a business advisor and serves on several boards. It's just about 7 o'clock. We're going to take a short break and we'll be back after this. South African pianist Vessel van Veek playing music by Claude Debussy. Claire de Lune it was. My guest in People of Note, that's the program we're listening to on Classic 1027, and welcome to any new listeners who've just joined us. My guest tonight is Talib Sadiq, uh, an old friend of mine, and at one time Chief Financial Officer at the SABC, and then latterly CEO of Denel. But right now, he's a business advisor and a board member of several companies, including uh, Denel and CETA, the State Information Technology Agency, plus some other boards. Correct. Yes. And uh, did you ever play, uh, I'm going to talk about something else now, did you yeah. ever play an instrument yourself? I did, in fact. I did not do music formally oh, yeah. at, at school nor at university, but I, I did play an alto saxophone. And in fact, I, I passed that saxophone onto my son. So he, he, he did it a bit. Uh, but he did, he hadn't done any formal examination, and our daughter and in fact the the music that we just played Claire de Lune that was her choice. Uh, she's at the moment doing music and uh, she's doing the piano and the flute. Oh, fantastic! So I used to play the alto saxophone, and I used to uh, take part not not too often with the university at at the end, the University of KZN's uh, jazz band. Ah, so you're a a jazz lover as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, we do enjoy it. So yeah. you've got a, a wide-ranging taste in music. I hope I'd like to thank so, but that is growing. Yeah. Good. You see, it's a long learning curve, but it's a yes. wonderful learning curve because uh, you've gone to more serious concerts recently. Uh, I guess you started off in jazz, but as when people get older, they, they tend to move towards the more classical field. And this is good. Sure. And you now, you say when you travel, you go to opera and concerts abroad. 
and and this is fantastic but you're a great supporter here too which is wonderful so thank you for that and your next choice is by Verdi this is the famous slaves chorus from Nabucco va pensiero that was the famous slaves chorus from Nabucco by Verdi va pensiero the orchestra and chorus of La Scala Theatre in Milan under Riccardo Muti and you said you played in a jazz orchestra. I wonder if you played your next choice, which was the girl from Ipanema. Did you ever play that in your jazz band? No, I did not. No, <laughs> our jazz band was a bit more uh, mainstream and a bit deeper. Yeah. Uh, oh, you, you know, were sort of into progressive big band, jazz. Big band. Big okay. band stuff, yeah. Okay, yeah. but those uh, big band is a lot of fun. Yes, uh, yes, it is. And we had yeah. a fantastic big band here recently from Austria. Uh, the Bruckner University Big Band. They were fantastic, I have to say. They played at Starlight Classics in Cape Town. And I know you've been to Starlight Classics. Yeah, we have. We're regular. Fortunately, we've been regular invitees yeah. uh, to the show. Yeah, you yeah. see, being on the board has some advantages. Uh, it does, yeah, <laughs> especially with the banks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you on the board of one of the banks also? Uh, no, I'm not. Not? No. But obviously, uh, you've been a big customer of the banks in many in many of your uh, wearing many of your hats especially if you look at where the SOCs find themselves today you know the banks are a very uh, an, a critical partner towards their success yeah. and the banks are definitely been very supportive and uh, uh, they obviously w- want to drive change uh, they want to ensure that these uh, state-owned companies are sustainable and they, they're playing a very valuable supportive role yeah and I I suppose uh, you in your capacity as a board member you probably interact do you with a lot of uh, senior executives in in other companies as well uh, you do because some of these companies do have wide footprints uh, you know the, uh, so they cut across many relationships and it is important to to bring in a values driven mindset as you engage with them and i think here the learnings that i've gained from working with Zulaki Susulu has been very important a very ethical person, very purpose-driven, and very passionate. And and to achieve success, I believe you need those key elements within you. And and that sort of brings credibility as you engage with outside stakeholders outside of these companies. And actually, I must say, in all my dealings with you, I've always thought of you as a very ethical person as well. Um, and And I guess that in the current situation in South Africa where we've had a lot of scandals around finances is is a very important part of your work as well to make sure that the companies whose boards you serve on are ethical. Uh, true and uh, I think the changes that one has seen in the Companies Act, the King Code and also the developments within, within the private sector and public sector there's now an increased focus around ethicals, on ethics, strong ethics. Well, the girl from Ipanema is your next choice. This is Kenny G. The girl from Ipanema, as performed by Kenny G, and a whole lot of other people as well. The choice of Talib Sadik, who's my guest in People of Note. Do you ever regret not continuing with the saxophone? Not right now, but I'm sure in, in probably in five years' time, I probably will. And I've been advised this morning that maybe I should get back to it. But it does take a fair amount of time, uh, lots of practice hours, yeah. and one has to prioritize, you know, where you where you spend your time. 
Well, also, when you're busy, as you obviously are, how do you relax? What do you like to do? I know you go to concerts, but what else yeah. do you do to relax? Uh, enjoy uh, working at a gym. Yes. So my day always starts at gym uh, up at about 4.30. And, uh, you know, go to gym, uh, have a swim with, with the weather's good, or go for a good run. Yeah. So that's one of the er- – and then reading. Uh, I enjoy reading. And you've obviously you've kept a very trim figure over the years. <laughs> so I can see the workouts are good. <laughs> well, thank you, Richard. But one always wants to do better. You know, you of always want to, uh, you know, ensure that you, you're mentally fit. And to be mentally fit, you got, I believe you've got to have a physic. you know, you've got to be physically fit as yeah. well. And do you serve on any... Uh, well, I know you serve on private boards, but are you involved in any sort of NGO-type organizations? Uh, uh, right now, uh, I'm not. But you uh, have been? I have been, yes. Uh, I headed up um, uh, the the Parkview Police, Community Police Forum, also involved in, the, uh, in heading up the Transformation Committee in my daughter's uh, school, uh, in, a, in a primary school. And then also involved with the National Film and Video Foundation, which was promoting TV and video co- and uh, and film content in South Africa. Gosh, so you you obviously keep pretty busy one way and another. One, one does so, yeah. You, that's right. But yeah. that's good, and you you feel that you're making a contribution to the wider, broader society in South Africa. Yes, uh, I mean certainly one wishes you had more time to read, uh, but I try and fit in a, a good read year in day. Well, your next choice is played on the guitar by John Williams. It's the famous Schindler's List. Schindler's List. Uh, John Williams playing the guitar there. And uh, many people will remember that movie about a man who ran a factory and managed to employ uh, what would otherwise be unemployable people in the situation in which he found himself. And I think that's more or less what... Uh, Talib Sadiq does. He's uh, involved with many companies now, employing people across the spectrum and transforming them as he goes. Would you say, and maybe this is a tricky question for you, would you say that you have felt that your what you've contributed to the companies that you've been involved with has been successful? Try to. Uh, it's always challenging. Uh, some of these companies are involved in pioneering issues. I think I can look back uh, in terms of where I've been earlier on in my career and the experiences that I've gained uh, in dealing with lots of different people. Uh, today, when I sit on these boards, I'm able to bring in that value. Uh, you know, one does need good EQ in addition to technical skills. And with the with the broad range of of experiences that I've had, I'm able to bring that uh, to these board meetings. I think the challenge we do have right now as a country is one of low growth, and uh, and we, we need to push that up. And as an important aspect of that is to drive private sector investment. Uh, and for that to happen, one needs to build confidence. And these public sector institutions like these state-owned companies, we need to be playing the role that we should be playing rather than bring in negative baggage to the table. Have you ever thought of going into government itself? Uh, no, I hadn't, but I did consult briefly with government, yes. Yeah. Uh, with the national uh, government, yes. yes. I, did. I did consult briefly with the National Treasury, 
and with the Public Service and Administration, but that was many years ago. Because yeah. I was just thinking that a man of your uh, caliber and your ethical strength, it would be great to have someone like you in, you know, in a more central position in the government where, where we need uh, people that we can rely on entirely and trust them. So uh, <laughs> you don't have to answer that, but I just it would be wonderful if we could have people like you uh, who've got a strong ethical background in government itself. Your next choice is the mighty hunter, Nimrod. This is from Elgar's Variations on an Original Theme. That was the National Symphony Orchestra under my direction playing Nimrod from the Enigma Variations by Edward Elgar the choice of Talib Sadiq. So, Talib, a normal week, where do your these boards of yours meet? Are they all up here, Joburg, Pretoria, or do you travel around South Africa quite a lot? Uh, mainly Gauteng. So, it's uh, at the moment, it's Johannesburg and Pretoria. Yeah. And in some of these entities, the role is beyond just being a board member because there's a fair amount of cleanup and growth that needs to happen because many of these boards are, are involved in transformation processes. So it does require a fair bit of one's time. And presumably you sit on various committees as well within the board. Uh, that's right. Uh, the committees that I'm, I normally find myself is in the, in the audit committee, in the social and ethics committee, and in the investment committee. And uh, The investment committee is an interesting one because here you're talking about growth. Uh, you talk about new projects, so one is looking at the contribution that they do make uh, from an economic point of view, social uh, point of view, and technology development. So just take a company like Donnell, for example. Do they invest in the, the wider community through corporate social investment? Uh, yeah, we do. Uh, within Donnell, we do have a corporate social investment budget, but beyond that, uh, in terms of the, the bursaries, the scholarships that they do uh, provide, uh, the investment in R&D, and the important role that we play in developing SMME sectors, because the bulk of our suppliers within the Denel environment are the SMMEs in addition to your international suppliers. And your, your customer, uh, the, the other areas pro probably also the skills that we do develop within a Denel environment, they then leave and go out into the private sector and get involved in uh, other technology-related projects, which has a significant spin-off for South Africa. And just talk a little bit about public-private partnerships, of which I'm sure there are many, and, and of growing importance. Very much, uh, you know, uh, but at the end of the day, one needs to manage these public-private partnerships. Uh, uh, you know, and a, a good, I've just completed reading a book about globalization, and it's this content by Joseph Sticklitz. And there he talks about how globalization can go wrong which we've then seen the rise of nationalist thinking in your key governments within the world. Uh, similarly, with your private-public partnerships, you know, one needs to ensure that as you go into a partnership that it's a win-win relationship. Generally, some of these partnerships haven't been well managed, and you find uh, sometimes the private sector players walk away with all the goodies, not having delivered what's been required, but at the same time, you then have the public sector winning, and you look at that with the construction companies as an example, you know, where they find themselves in a really poor position with some of them closing down, you know, where they've been involved in projects. Uh, they've pro 
probably underscoped these projects, spent a whole lot of money, and they are unable to recover these cash. And we've seen that very recently with Group 5, for example. As an example, yeah. yeah. But the private sector, you know, wha- when one goes into these partnerships, they need to ensure that they come in as a responsible player and that it's a win-win. You know, both parties know what's required, what the risks are, and how those will be man- uh, managed. Your next choice is Umberto Giordano. This is from Andre Chenier. It's La Mama Morta. That was a rather old recording of Maria Callas singing La Mama Morta from Andre Chenier by Umberto Giordano. The choice of Talib Sadik, who's my guest in People of Note. Talib uh, was formerly Chief Financial Officer at the SABC, then CEO of Danel, and now a business advisor. And I'm just interested to know, have you ever been on our business program here at Classic 1027? Yes, I did. Uh, not recently, but uh, when I played a leadership role at Danel, uh, I was a constant visitor. I think it's time we had you on here again. <laughs> so I must talk to Michael Avery and see if we can get you on our program. In fact, I was just thinking maybe it's time to have Michael Avery on this program as well so that I can talk to him. But I guess of all the, the things you've done in your life, uh, are there still some that you would like to do uh, within the, the field you're in? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, to be purpose-driven, very important. And I think where we find ourselves now as a country uh, with a low growth, with a low growth uh, position and the needing to grow confidence in our economy, uh, definitely there's a role to be played. And, um, and I'm always ready to rolling up my sleeves and getting involved. Well, that's fantastic. And obviously you always have been. But I notice also that you're a very uh, close-knit family. Uh, you're obviously a keen family man. Yes, uh, our family values are important. Uh, you know, my, my wife is an artist, so uh, different energies are, are driven by art art people. And and our son, uh, at the moment, he's in Belgium. He's doing a master's there, so he will be coming uh, to South Africa in April, and we are looking forward to his visit. And I think what has helped uh, retain that close-knit family is the fact that our kids went to boarding school. So when they come home, you know, they want to be with their parents and they want to be at home rather than being somewhere else. Yeah. No, because I've noticed you've often brought your, your children to concerts as well, which is a wonderful thing. Yeah, and, and they do enjoy music. Yeah. Although our daughter right now, we're busy trying to twist her arm to continue with music uh, next year, you know, when she starts university. Oh, so she's, she's at that level. Yeah, playing, she's, yeah. Uh, she does a grade 8 in both flute and piano. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. And does your son play? Uh, as I did point out earlier saxophone, on, he did play yeah. the saxophone, but he hasn't f- uh, pursued it. Yeah. And I'm sure he will get back to it. He yeah. used to play the piano as well. Yeah. And, and my wife played the piano. Okay. Yeah. So, so music has been a, a sort of central feature of your lives also. Yes, it has. Um, we wish we could invest in a better in a better piano at home. We, uh, I mean, certainly maybe one day we'd want to get a grand piano, but we, we don't have that right now. Yeah. So basically, you have no regrets about anything you've done. Non, je ne regrette rien. No, I have no regrets. That was Edith Piaf singing there, very famous song by her and uh, she's always been famous for that 
It's the choice of Talib Sadiq, my guest in People of Note. Talib, earlier on, uh, you mentioned that your daughter had chosen one of the pieces. Have you chosen the rest, or how did it work? Yeah, in fact, uh, Taz, my wife, had had an instrumental role in choosing the music. So uh, the Edith Piaf, she had chosen, and also the next piece that we're going into, which is Johann Strauss. Uh, during our visits to Austria, we always go in and hear a lot of Strauss. In Vienna? In Vienna and Salzburg. And Salzburg, gosh. Okay. So you're lucky to travel. You said you traveled twice a year, which is fantastic. This is Voices of Spring. That was Voices of Spring by Johann Strauss, the Vienna Philharmonic Orchestra under Willy Boskowski. Well, we're just about at the end of the program. We've got one more choice to go by Talib Sadik, but I just uh, want to say what a pleasure it's been to have him on the program. Our paths crossed many years ago at the SABC when I was still running the National Symphony Orchestra and Talib was the chief financial officer there. And then he left in 98 and I left in 99 to pursue my freelance career. And we've, our paths have crossed very often when he's been to concerts. So it's great that people in the business world, in this case Talib Sadiq, also come to concerts because they enjoy the relaxation. What is it that you enjoy about concerts, briefly? Uh, definitely the relaxation, the, uh, the thinking, the listening to, to these pieces, and, and, where, and the journey it takes you to. You know. and, and this is a voice from a little distance away, Una Voce Poco Fa. Una Voce Poco Fa, a voice I heard just a little while ago. The Barber of Seville, Agnes Balza was the singer of music by Rossini with the Academy of St. Martin in the Fields under Sir Neville Mariner. And that's the final choice of Talib Sadiq, who's been my guest in People of Note. Thank you, Talib, for being on the program. Uh, thank you, Richard, and we look forward to seeing you at your next concert. And we look forward to our economy growing under your guidance of the companies that you're involved in. Talib is a business advisor and on several boards around South Africa, including the State Information Technical Agency and Technology Agency and also of Denel. You've been listening to People of Note on Classic 1027 and my guest who joined me was Talib Sadiq. Thanks for listening and until next time from all of us here at Classic 1027, we wish you a very good night.